Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. back on the fan while you were sleeping we started the show talking about what else i mean the mets ineptitude losing yet again i know it's getting tiresome talking about the same old thing with this team it's the starting pitching you know the 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 thing that i took offense to early on i forget exactly what i started the show with but i do know one part of it was that you know there's this these reports like, oh, Scherzer would be open to being traded. He wants to win. He wants to go to a winner. Guess what? You're the reason, Max. Verlander, too. You guys want to go to winners? You're the reason why the Mets aren't a winner. It's not like the Mets organization has failed. You guys have failed. Oh, yeah, no, they want to go play for winners. They got to pitch well. Then they would be playing for a winner. Drives me nuts. And Scherzer was okay. He wasn't the problem last night. It's the same thing. You know, Kodai Senga was okay the night before. Not the problem. But when you go five innings and when you go six innings and hand it over a bullpen that's overmatched, you're going to lose. And that's what the Mets did. They lost. They find ways to lose. Can't hit. I mean, Marte stinks. It is time. You know, the Mets are going to be sellers. That's obvious at this point. Even I was holding out hope for a little bit of a run. You can't do it. They're terrible. They're playing their way into irrelevancy, especially after the deadline, because then uh, that's it. I mean, after the deadline, the only thing that's going to be potentially interesting is going to be if they call up Mauricio and, and Vientos potentially and give those guys playing time every single day. But the reason why the Mets have to sell is not just because they're having a bad year. It's because they need to break up the team. Now, there are only certain guys you can move. Nimmo's not going anywhere. Lindor's not going anywhere. Beatty, Alvarez, likely Alonzo not going anywhere. Marte, McNeil, those guys should go somewhere. Verlander, Scherzer, if they could move them, they should. Fam, whatever, it goes without saying in, in the bullpen arms. But they need to change this team. Not maybe the core, because they can't, but the look and makeup of this, this team. They need significant change. And I think Marte and McNeil would be the two obvious ones because really nobody else in that lineup can be moved or or would be moved. 
That's what they need to do. Because they're soft. And because they got beat by the Braves a year ago and have never recovered. Much like the 2007 collapse, and then you saw what happened in 08 and so on, they need to get ahead of this. This was the year that showed them, you know what? This team wasn't good enough. Let's redo it the best that we can here. Yankees win another series in Oakland. Surprise, surprise. I told you that was going to happen. Even if they lose the first game, they're too good. And now they're actually starting to get hot where you got Volpe playing well. You got Donaldson contributing. John Carlos Stanton having his presence felt. So another ho-hum win for the Yankees. The Yankees, maybe it'll be a a springboard for them. Herman's perfect game. All they do is win series. Springboard from what? I mean, what do you need them to do? Sweep everything? Two out of three from the Mariners, two out of three from the Rangers, and now two out of three from the A's before going to St. Louis taking on the Redbirds. And, you know, the Cardinals are awful, and you'd expect the Yankees to, at the very least, take two out of three again. Yankees will be just fine. The Mets, they're not. Sound familiar? 877-337-6666. Dino's calling from Maryland. What's up, Dino? So how you been? Good, Dino. How are you? I'm doing well. A couple of things with the Mets. Here's here's one I thought about in the back of my brain. Trevor Williams, because last year with everything that was going on, he had debt as far as spot starter and um, part of the bullpen and all that stuff. What was your take on as far as Trevor Williams go? Well, as far as what? The Mets missing him? Yes, as far as you know, depth in the rotation, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, they, they missed him. But again, you can't rely on... He was the long man out of their bullpen last year. He did an excellent job for him. But even he wouldn't be able to save this Mets season. Valid point. I, I look back. At meaning June, meaning sorry, based on what he did last year. I mean, it, you know, Trevor Williams, had they had him. Look, even if Diaz came back, it's not, it's too many things that have gone wrong. The Mets can't catch pop-ups. They don't run the base as well. They don't hit when guys are on base. They don't pitch, period. Starters, relievers, they don't get the job done. They don't do anything well. They're a horrible baseball team. So Trevor Williams, Edwin Diaz, Tom Seaver couldn't save this team. Uh, point I was going to say, um, June 2nd, they were 30-27. and 27. That weekend series with Toronto, and then shortly after the Braves, that's where I felt like the, the turning point for the, for the downfall in June. Well, uh, that, and then, um, that, that was it. Season-defining series, and thank you for the call, Dino, in Atlanta. I said it at the time. They swept the Phillies. They got swept by the Blue Jays. But they were still in a good spot going into that series in Atlanta. They had Scherzer and Verlander going. They had leads in all three games. And they blew it. And that was it. Season over. They have not won a series in June. They did not. June is over. They didn't. I mean, June's baseball is over. They did not win a series in June. How is that possible? Even the crappiest teams win a series. By accident. Eric is in Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, Sal. You know, I, I got that visual now of, of uh, Stewart uh, making out with that uh, stewardess there. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you, only That's not what I needed on the final overnight, a visual of that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I tell you, only in the overnight, yeah, you get uh, people, you know, with, with songs, you know, that uh, come out of uh, Sister Act, hmm. you know, for you there, you know, comparing you to diseases, which was a little very odd. Yeah. You know, so you got Stewart, you know, you got to love Stewart. And we we're talking ice cream yesterday, which by the way, I tried to find that uh uh that uh, glove with the bubble play. Looks like like a baseball. Yeah. And only to find out that they 
this continued it 12 years ago. It's, I'm like, I couldn't believe it was that long. Oh, well, what's I disappointing never... to me is that I could have gotten it 12 years ago. I had no idea. I figured right. it was discontinued in the early 90s. I mean, that was the last time I probably had it, but I could right. go for one right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So, that, but, uh, you know, I, I did try. So, that, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Well, thank you. But, uh, you know, um, but, you know, look, I, I actually I went to the, the Ducks game yesterday. I had uh, one ticket in the contest. I got that. And I actually I had a quick hello with Wally Backman. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. So, you know, so nice to, you know, and there's, uh, you know, Wilson Ramos playing for the Ducks. And uh, Khalil Lee is actually playing for uh, the uh, Maryland uh, Blue, uh, Blue Crabs. I think they are Blue Claws. Blue was Peter Schwartz um, on PA for the Ducks? Did you happen to notice? Uh, no, I didn't notice him actually. Hmm. No, he might have been. But uh, yeah, but but you know what I mean. But it was you know, and and, and the school board was down, so they they didn't have any of the ma- uh, major league uh, games updated. As I'd followed it on the phone and everything. When I saw, uh, you know, sure to give up the the, uh, uh, the home run, I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, that's well, what are you gonna do? So, but at least it does one. So, yeah, I got to see a winner. At least there was something there yesterday. But you know, look, it, it's just disappointing. The way the month has gone for the team, but what what are you going to do? You know, sometimes hey, we're just in one of those situations where it's pretty apparent it's not their year, you know. And all you can hope for now is, like I was saying, that you know, and like you just said, they they they're probably going to be sellers most likely. Well, let's see how they go about doing that. Because if they if they do it smartly, then at least they have something to look forward to. You know, going forward, you know. I mean, you, you can still sell on the team and actually gain from that. So yeah, and, and be good again next year. I mean, that's what the goal should be for this team. And thank you, as always, for the call, Eric. We appreciate you checking in. And, you know, I don't know if you're going to be able to call uh, during the new hours I here. I will do but, my best. Yeah, no, but I appreciate you listening. You know that. You know, th- they can sell and be good again next year. Or be good next year not good again because obviously to be good again you'd have to be good to begin with and they aren't this year but if you sell wisely and that's why i'm saying it's not just about being bad and oh let's see if we could sell some of the pieces off and go back at it again next year with the main group no try to right now move Marte, move mcneil they those are the things that they need to be looking at not just dumping David Robertson or Tommy Pham, which are two of the obvious ones. Maury is calling from Belmore. What's up, Maury? It is over. Oh. It is talking, over. You're talking about the – yeah. The overnights are over, <laughs> over, for me, anyway. While you were sleeping is all over. But listen, to buddy, all I could say is what a great show. Unfortunately, I won't follow you because if you don't, if you're not only overnight, I can, no, of course I'll be listening. Excited to hear what's next, buddy. But this was a great, this was a great run. Fleegs and the rest of the team. I'll be watching you know, that mushroom that you got in there, uh, Marco. But it's all good. Hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. Yeah. Well, well, thank great you, show. thank you, more. I you appreciate know, it. Great crew. I could see Stu making out with Rihanna right now. I mean, oh, Stewart is, yeah. God. Really, what, what Stewart's career is in jeopardy here. Because I hope c yeah, and him. That's uh, what I'm concerned. Yeah. I hear he hired TMZ, so he should be fine. <laughs> Stewart, man. You never know what's going on with him. And thank you for the call, Maury. Uh, anyway, I appreciate that. 
Yeah, the the while you were sleeping, you know, that was a fun thing. That one cannot be transferred over to the midday show because it just makes no sense. But whatever, it's been a fun run, and we got about uh, forty minutes uh, forty minutes ago. But who's counting? Hector's in Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? Sal, what's up, yo? What's up, buddy? I gotta admit, man, I uh, been doing a lot of smiling tonight today. Um, I can't believe how happy I am again, as if it was me. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations again. So much well deserved. Um, and I definitely will be following you through the daytime. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I, I feel bad for Marco and Fleeks, but uh, yeah, I probably won't be catching them too much. Um, you know, I'll do what I used to do before is what the weekends was what I called on the overnight. And sometimes if I got up early enough, um, you know, I, I would call into Tony and JJ because I used to love those guys, but yeah, I don't know about C-Mac. Oh, give him a chance. I'm telling you, C-Mac is a good dude. Him and I go no, way no, back. I, listen, I, I've listened to him. On his, and it's not, I just can't do it. And it's too much. It's a little bit different with JJ, even though he was a Yankee fan. Like, I don't know, JJ, he was fair. He was. He, oh, C-Mac's he was fair. Give him a chance yeah. for me. Listen yeah. to everybody. Do me a favor. Give him a chance. Just like you gave me a chance when no, I first no. started. And some people are like, oh, I don't want this loudmouth yelling idiot uh, on here, this Mets fan. Give C-Mac well, a chance. You and, I, you and I clicked right away. I, I tell you, I feel like we have similarities. We're nuts. We, you know, loud. A lot of things. Like, even the way you reacted last night, it was the same reaction I had with the whole Yankee perfect game on a night when I finally felt like the final stab in the heart by the Mets. <laughs> um, even though I go back there again today or last night, whatever the heck you want to call it, and again they stab me. Cause like, oh, you know, yeah, like, I heard. I heard you got free tickets. I sure did. I did sure where did, did you get those free tickets style? again? Because, again, thanks to you, I've been able to build some great friendships with from the call, from the call. My oh. great friend, the call, oh. friendships with Eric, Randy, all of that, man. Mm. I got people that reach out to me on Twitter and ask my opinion. Thanks to you, Sal. I made you. you a star. You, Stuart, you guys no, only. No, I made me a, I made me a star. Yes, Hector, I love it. <laughs> You're right. That's the way to answer but, that. Oh, you no, really have learned. Listen, Sal, listen. But we're gonna end yes. really talking about this stupid team. And let me let me let me say something, man. Strowman, this guy is such a jerk. And for him to say this dinosaur, you moron, do you not realize that someday you better hope you better hope to be at the level of a dinosaur that Keith Fernandez. You're gonna wish that people respected you the way that we respect Keith Fernandez and remember him that way we remember Keith Fernandez. You want to talk about this dinosaur. You're going to wish that your number was retired. But anyway, Strom, you keep worrying about the mess because you're still so bitter because you wish you were here. And and the reality is, the reality is that Strowman should be here and he would be here if he wasn't such a jerk. He was a a great pitcher. I'm telling you, I've heard stuff. Now, I don't want to get into detail or even speculate, but the bottom line is he's not here. Because he was not a good guy in the clubhouse. That had nothing to do with his performance on the field, which was very now, good. You remember, I would call and say, there's something going on in this stupid clubhouse. Just like it is right now. Just like it is right now. There's something going on in this darn clubhouse. I don't know what it is. Always, this team finds some way to create a cancer in the clubhouse. But I used to say it all the time, and I used to point that Strowman. And at first, you would fight me. And just like you, Sal, I liked the guy. I liked him at first. I used to like his stuff, his motivation. I told my cousin, hey, listen, man, put your son on to Strowman. 
Uh, you know, he has good motivational things. He's all about the kids. Agreed. And then he starts talking more and more and more. And I'm like, you know what? To heck with this guy. Turn him <laughs> off. Don't pay him no mind. You know what I'm saying? I kissed but, his ass. I was the one guy in the New York media to kiss his ass. And then he blocked me. He, like he blocked, blocked, yeah, he blocked me because I criticized this crappy that. team, not even him. Give exactly. me a break. Exactly. But anyways, on from Strowman and on to the, our real problem, which is a stupid team, Sal. And another thing that you fought me, a lot of people fought me on, it was this whole money thing and, and the, the, the Messiah is here, the Savior. He's going Uncle Steve. I never bought into that nonsense. I could give two darns who the heck my owner is. Just provide the resources. To and what? I give him credit because he's the resources. Resources. To what to did you what say? You could give to what? Two darns. Oh, Come darns. On, try not darns. To curse, okay. No, man. no. I, know, I, just, I thought you said, honestly, I thought I heard Barnes. And I was like, did I miss something? No, uh, I didn't dogs, find okay. it. That's the first thing that came through. Uh. Don't stop me while I'm cooking. Listen, <laughs> you can have all the money you want. It's how you spend it, Sal. You can have all the technology you want. You can have the biggest analytical team. Everything that you want is how you use it. And I don't know if you were watching. I know you were watching the game. And I know you heard Steve Gell's report when he said that Tommy Fan told these dopes. Right? That he learned from Yadi and Molina. Listen to that. Yadi and Molina. That's the name to pay attention to. I don't know if we could ever get him to manage. We'll probably manage to lose. But he learned from Yadi and Molina that when the analytical department was telling him here, position yourself here because this is where the guy hits a fly ball. And Yadi said, no. Why would you position yourself when the guy hits a fly ball? Because if it's a fly ball, you can get under a fly ball. Get where they hit a line drive because you have less time to get to line drive. Mm. And that's. And, and tell me something as a whole. That makes sense. And he bring that to the Mets. You understand what I'm saying? So, like I said. They yeah, and it's working. Stuff. It's doing it's wonders, obviously. It's working very well for this team. Well, no. Defensively, it might be working. but No, it's, it's not. I mean, they right. can't catch pop-ups. doesn't matter where they're playing. They well, can't catch. Because you don't catch it doesn't mean that you're not in the right place. Right. Now, no, I know. They get under them. But you, you got to squeeze the gloves. Right. Yes, whatever you want to put uh, What is Alvarez's problem? I mean, Francisco Alvarez looks like he's going to oh take over God. the league for a month, and then all of a sudden he can't catch a pop-up Can you believe now. it? And he hasn't hit a home run. He hasn't hit a home run. I, I, I don't understand, but that's another thing. Like, what is going on with this hitting on this team? They stink. Everybody is struggling. Everybody's struggling to the point now where you want to trade my guy McNeil, and I can't even argue with you because I had this. Listen, I don't know what it is. I think you watched my videos. You steal my content, Sal. But anyway, no, I'm kidding. You know I love you. But I had the same thought you had today after the game. Start right now. Do not wait till the trade deadline to see where we are. We know where we are. We suck. Get rid of these guys because I can't stand to watch it anymore. But they're not okay. going to. They're not going to. And thank you for the call. Are we done here? You want to say goodbye? Okay. I love you, Sal. Uh, love you. Love you too, Hector. Thank you very much. They're not going to start trading guys right now because there's no need to. You want to, especially as a seller, there's no urgent. And I know what you're saying. Look, I don't want to see them either. Drew Smith, Ottavino, Vogelback. I'm, I'm tired of all of them. But you have to wait a few more weeks until the trade deadline, four or five weeks, whatever it is. And then they'll, you know, they'll sell off some of the pieces that may bring back some value. But there's no need to do it right now because you want to wait and maximize your return. But it is unbelievable to me that we're talking about this team being sellers. This is the worst season in the history of the New York Mets. A franchise that can't help but top themselves in the worst ways possible year after year. This is the worst. The expectations coming in off of the year that they had last year, the payroll, the fact that this was supposed to be the 
you know, beginning of a sustained, successful run that they haven't had any in their franchise history. I mean, it's unbelievable that with the expanded postseason, no less, they're not even going to sniff a playoff spot. Even when the Mets have been crappy, which has been quite often, they have at least given you through August. Oh, can they hang on? Nah, not really, but they're still there. This team is done before July 1st. Al is calling from Atlantic City. What's up, Al? Hello, Sal. What's up, Al? Sal, I just want to wish you good luck, and I'll leave you with this funny Mets story from years ago. Uh, you know, be- before Atlantic City, I was in Brooklyn. I always used to carry a transistor radio. I got the Met game on. For some reason, they had a bad season, but one game, they, were win- they beat the Cubs 19-1. to I get on the bus at Nostrand Avenue. Some guy yells out, what, what, what's the Mets? What did the Mets do? I said, the Mets just scored 19 runs. The guy sitting next to him said, did they win? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I got. Thank you, Al. That was a good one. Oh, I like it. That is pretty funny. And typical, of course. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan. Half hour to go. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up at 5 o'clock. Your calls until then, 877-337-6666. I'm playing this uh, immaculate grid here. I got two more spots left. I'd like to just finish it off. You know, you you obviously want to be immaculate here, so I want to make sure I get those final two. But uh, either way, what a fun game this is. It's got to be more than once a day. Come on, at least twice a day. Brett is calling from Long Island. What's up, Brett? Hey, Sal, if somebody turned uh, your show on for the first time, they would think you were retiring from radio. Yeah, I know. It's been uh, overwhelming, and I appreciate it. But, yeah, right. I'm I'm not dying, nor am I retiring from radio, nor am I leaving the station. I'm just moving. Time slot. Sal, looking back at our calls and our arguments and debates, it's got me thinking that it's like when you're a kid. And, you, you know, you argue with a friend, and you're like, I'm better than you. Hmm. And they said, no, I'm better than you. And I, I go, no, I'm better than you. And then they go, oh, well, you're an idiot and a moron. And I'm like, oh, I know, I got him. 
<laughs> and that's how it was. And I knew I had you right in the palm of my hand the whole time. Right. I always had you. I was always right when I talked about the Giants. And another thing, when he even brought up the Falcons, if people would call me and text me like, wow, Sal says he doesn't care when you bring up the Falcons. Meanwhile, that's the team that you rooted for. That's your team, right, that you root for. But when I brought up, you're like a baby. I don't care. I don't. No, but that I don't. the most, like, hypocritical. I do. No, but because you, you don't ever- listen. You don't listen. I'm telling you. I don't care. Legitimately, I do not care. Then you, then now, you just checked out on your team. Correct. You did. Like, correct. Yeah, but I told, well, correct, but I told you that. You? I told what you that. What did say about you? Though, yeah, I'll tell you two things. Well, number one, that I've grown up. Number two, that I've got a job to do. And my job is not to talk about the Falcons or watch the Falcons. So the fact that you know they, they lost the Super Bowl 28-3, they've moved on from Matt Ryan, and I kind of moved on. Not that I wouldn't ever have a special place in my heart for him, of course. It's not something you give up, but like you tweaking the Falcons thinks that you, you think it's going to bother me. It doesn't. I don't care. I don't, it does bother you, though. Just be honest now. Oh, Here's my God. Just, what is no, it going to take for you to understand? When they went down 20 to 3, don't hang up on me. You can't say that didn't bother you. Yes, that, that did. That me. did. I didn't give up fandom at that point. Uh, since then, it's a long time ago now. You're and going they're back to- not winning a Super Bowl, ballers. It's like, do these things I can't say, but you can say whatever you want about the Giants, right? And, I'm not, and then when I come Brett, back... Brett, Brett, here's your, your problem. You th- Seriously, listen for a second. Stop talking. I'm not going to hang up on you. Just listen. Just you think... Because you listen, you know I'm right, though. No, no, you, no. I can't oh, my God. Shut up! I can't take it! What don't you get? I'm trying to give you a chance to act. I'm calm. I'm in a great mood. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. And you don't listen. You think that me criticizing the Giants is a personal attack on you and the Giants fans. It is not. So then you counter because you foolishly think I'm trying to hurt you as a Giant fan. And you counter with, well, the Falcons suck. Like, that's going to hurt me. When all I am doing is my job. Which is to give my opinion and thoughts on the Giants. And if I don't believe in Daniel Jones, or if I don't believe in Pat Shermer or Dave Gettleman... You take it personally because you're a Giant fan. You are a Homer fan. I am a broadcaster. And losing a Super Bowl or watching a team lose a Super Bowl that they led 28-3 late in the third quarter, that will knock the fan out of you. Fortunately, the majority of you haven't had that happen. I did. Not to mention that my focus is both the Jets and the Giants. Because I'm in New York. That's what we care about here. Not the stupid, lowly Falcons. So again, there's nothing you can say about the crappy, pathetic franchise that is the Atlanta Falcons that I haven't already said. They mean nothing to me. You're not going to hurt me by by bringing that up. You're just going to sound like an idiot banging your head against the wall. And stop taking it personally if I criticize your team. You kept saying the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. I kept saying, you're nuts. One of us was right. And it's the one that's still talking. Louie is calling from Somerset, New Jersey. What's up, Louie? Hey, what's going on, Sal? 
How are you, Louis? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, Sal. Um, so a couple of things. Number one, more than ever now that you know you're, yeah, everybody's making it seem like you know you're, like you're leaving for good. But um, but more than ever now, we should we should definitely do that Mets game. I mean, listen, we'll we'll definitely be able to get um, get. I don't think that's going to be a problem. And then you know what? It'll be a nice social event. I agree. No, I I agree. Look, I'm sure there's going to be appearances and things like that that we do moving forward. I want to make it a point, though, to get to a game before the end of the year. Whether it's a Met or Yankee game, I really don't care, although I know the majority of people, because I grew up a Met fan, you know, feel a connection with the Mets, whatever it may be. I I would like to do some kind of outing, if it's possible. Absolutely. I have a a friend of mine that she, um, from time to time, she gives me um, Legends. Legend Suites, um, mm. Legend Seats, Legend Seats. So um, if I ever, you know, if I ever come across, you know, I'll, I'll shoot you, um, I'll shoot you a, a tweet. See if you want to come through for a game too. Um, it's hey, listen. They, they, after after watching games like that, man, I'm like, I I I, I don't really want to watch the game um, any other way. But um, <laughs> yeah, but, I can understand. <laughs> no, I mean. Dude, the restaurant, you eat all you want, and, I mean, it's it's great treatment. Uh-huh. But I was going to ask you because I saw today earlier that, you know, Harden, he's planning on, um, <clears throat> you know, he's, he's looking for a trade, and the Knicks are, uh, you know, they threw the Knicks name out there. What would, I mean, me personally, I wouldn't like that trade. I mean, the guy, the, the guy is not, he, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm okay with this part of basketball, even though I grew up, I think, in the in the greatest era of basketball. We grew up in the greatest era of basketball. Um, I, I I'm okay with guys being selfish, and 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 and, but they have like no loyalty. So if it doesn't work for him with the Knicks in two years, he's already gone. So why make a trade? Like I don't I don't think that Harden gels well. With 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 the Knicks and what do we what do we we lose to get Harden? You know I don't think, he's not I don't think, he's not the guy. Harden's Harden's a problem, Louis. And thank you for the call. As always, appreciate checking in and, and the invite and all that stuff. We'll keep you posted if we do a game. Harden is not the answer here. Like I said initially, when I saw the news, there is a part of me that even though my brain knows that it's not the right move, there's still the fan part of me that gets excited about a big name being rumored to go to the Knicks. It's just exciting. You know, whether it's Paul George, James Harden, now obviously they're two different situations. I'd rather have Paul George than Harden, but you know, you 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 hear that, hey, the Knicks and Clippers are the two teams that are possible landing spots. And you remember for a split second that Harden was a big time star in this league. And you think for a second, hmm, man, could they get Harden? Would that be good? Would that be exciting? And then reality sets in and you realize no, you don't want any part of James Harden, who's been nothing but trouble, you know, dating back to the end of his run in Houston. He's not the guy. Not to mention you have to make a trade and give up stuff. No, I'm not doing that for James Harden, who requests a trade everywhere he's been now. Every year he wants out of wherever he's going. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to go to Brooklyn. I can't wait to get out of Brooklyn. Yeah, I can't wait to go to Philadelphia. Can't wait to get out of Philadelphia. He's never happy. Not going to work here. Go find somebody else if you're the Knicks. Jimmy is calling from Long Island. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Sal. What's going on, man? I wish you luck on the uh, midday show. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it. 
definitely going to stink on my ride into work, not uh, hearing your voice, but that's okay. I'll tune in at uh, 10 o'clock. Well, I appreciate um, that. Appreciate the support. No problem. Hey, you think the Mets, when Diaz went down, you know, it took the life out of him? Uh, I, look, to me, it was a death blow at the time. I mean, I, that's why people were so angry. Uh, I, I don't think that, and thank you for the call, I don't think that that's something, look, it shouldn't have ruined the season. Teams have lost bigger pieces. You know, the Braves lost Acuna, went out there and won a World Series. It has happened before. But Diaz, to this Mets team, was one of the players that they could not afford to lose. And they did. And the way that it happened, I think, made it worse. And it just the trickle-down effect in that bullpen, especially when you factor in the starting pitching, not getting the job done. Uh, look, I don't think Diaz would have made that much of a difference the way that the season has come off the rails here. But, yeah, that was the beginning of you knew it was not going to be the Mets year. I mean, I tried to avoid saying that just because you don't want the season to be over before it began. But the reality is the season was over before it began. When Diaz goes down like that and you lose him for the year, it's over. Bob is calling from upstate. What's up, Bob? Good morning, Sal. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Listen, uh, I'm definitely going to miss you. I'm retiring in February. I work midnight. I was hoping you could hang on and stay on. But I know one thing that some a group of people are not going to miss you. I work in a jail. So when you start going off on your rants, I, I have to sneak a Bluetooth speaker in because we're not allowed to have our phones in there. But I bring it in anyways. So I stream you. And once you start going off on them rants, I like to turn the volume way up and of course it's not really popular when i do that now why would you do that i don't want people upset at me especially people in jail well they're in jail they're not going to get at you well they'll get out at some point what don't they like Uh, my yelling i'm waking them uh, up yeah that and when when omar comes on i really throw it on out loud wow it's it's pretty funny but what are you gonna do who cares well no i do care i don't want people to hate me no, I, I hope uh, you're going to make it up to see. You're going to be able to make it up to Saratoga this year. Yes, I am. I'm going. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going in in August. I'll be there. All right. Well, it's been a good run. You know, my my 34 and a half years are almost up, and uh, I got to tell you, you guys really helped me get through it. Well, congratulations to you, Bob. Yeah. We appreciate you checking in, and good luck in your retirement uh, coming in February. And no, there was no chance I was going to make it to February. Sorry to disappoint. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. Going on 5 a.m. the warm-up show with just Jerry. Al is under the weather, so Jerry is here. He's ready to go. Uh, I'll be with Jerry in for Boomer and Geo next week, the holiday week. Of course, 4th of July this weekend. Going to be nuts uh, with the traffic today, potentially, at least uh, during the day. Hopefully by the night when I'm leaving SNY for uh, baseball night in New York. Not that bad, but holiday weekend. It's weird because it's still June, right? What is today? June 30th? What is today's day? Yeah, June 30th. And then, uh, you know, obviously over the weekend turns to July and July 4th uh, is Tuesday. But Jerry and I will be in uh, for Boomer and Geo next week. And the morning show, you can catch us then. 877-337-6666. Jeff is calling from West Isle. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, Sal? How are you, man? Good, Jeff. How are uh, you? Good. Uh, 
first-time caller, over 20-year listener. Uh, I uh, commute from uh, Western Suffolk to Brooklyn every morning, and I thought when Tony Page retired that I would miss him, but between your stories about your mulch <laughs> and, and and your you're taking your nephew to the Ranger games and and everything else, you made it a seamless transition. I really uh, appreciate it. Uh, you make my drive so much easier in the morning, and I just want to wish you all the success going forward, Sal. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. I, I really do appreciate uh, you taking the time to call. And, you know, it means a lot hearing from you guys. I know it's been a, a lot of that, and some people are probably like, dude, all right, enough, shut up. You're not dying. You're going to a different time slot. Good luck. Let's get back to talking sports, which I'm fine with. But I do appreciate hearing you guys, you know, uh, being a part of the audience or calling in over the last two and a half years. It, it, that means a lot to me. It's been fun to be able to have this opportunity and, you know, do something with it and build, a, you know, a, a fun show here with you guys. So I appreciate the kind words. Eli is calling from Washingtonville, New York. What's up, Eli? Hey, Sal. Uh, listen, man, uh, when you freaking call, as you know, you know, I'm always uh, the Brian Cashman hater, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you're not alone. Listen, but I know you're one of them. <laughs> listen, man, it's, uh, it, it's, it's we need to thank you, man, just for keeping us uh, awake at night. And um, and listen, it, it probably is goodbye after that last caller, and might get shanked. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like I know. I didn't think I was gonna die, but now I might. I mean, these guys are gonna come kill me. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> what a guy. Anyway, uh, listen, I want to thank Herman, too, because uh, just like how Judge was our World Series uh, last year, I think Herman is our World Series this year. Like It was a great, you know, milestone for him and for us, and that's probably our World Series right there. Oh, I think uh, I think the Yankees could get an actual World Series this year, Eli. No, I, I'm serious. No, I, see, I like and thank you for the call, Eli. Odd connection there, which is why I, I let you go quickly. But I do appreciate the kind words in the call. You know, with a guy like Volpe, I think he could be a difference maker for this team. At some point, Judge, now he's going to come back healthy, but at some point, Judge is going to carry them through a postseason or at least through part of a postseason. Bader, you saw what he did in the postseason a year ago. Obviously, there are issues with the lineup, you know, elsewhere where, you know, they lose a lot with LeMayu not being one of those clutch bats that's going to hit for a high average and balance things out by putting the bat on the ball. Rizzo has been bad as of late. Donaldson, you know, I know he's been okay here, you know, during the last couple of games against Oakland, but overall, he's been dreadful. Torres has been disappointing, but they still have enough. And, look, they're, they're going to add. You know they'll add. Their pitching going into the postseason is going to be better than anything we've seen in recent memory with their starters and with the with the best bullpen in baseball. And I really do believe they'll have enough offensively. They're going to add plus Volpe, plus Judge coming back. Now, if Judge doesn't come back at all, I mean, that changes things. But I do think the Yankees will be fine. Anthony is calling from Manalapin. What's up, Anthony? Sorry, babe. Listen. God bless. Uh, I'm going to miss you uh, in the morning. You make my drive to the bus pleasant. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. You should have got the afternoon drive. Just my opinion. You would have been perfect there with uh, Evan. But uh, I'm going to miss you. You ran to the best. 
you keep me going in the morning and uh and like everybody else you make uh you make us happy well, did a real good job back there. Thank you really for that. Good job. Well, thank you for that, Anthony. I, I appreciate it. Look, the goal is to entertain, right? I mean, we're having fun here, talking sports and talking life or whatever. You you want to entertain. So I'm glad that at least some of you think that it's been entertaining along the way. So thank you for that, and thank you for the kind words. Sam is calling from Clifton. What's up, Sam? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Just calling to wish you luck on your next show. Uh, you do a great job. I really appreciate listening to you during the night. Uh, I just want to wish you the best, and I want to give you a show that while you're home at night, it's called The Vikings on Hulu. If you got the time, the Vikings? check it out. Now that it's called The Vikings. Hmm. Oh, The Viking. Give I feel like I've shot. heard of it before. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know where. I got to figure. I have a list, Sam, and thank you for the call, for the kind words, and, of course, for the recommendation. I have a list of stuff that I want to get to. And I just haven't taken enough time. There's so many shows. I still haven't finished Ted Lasso this year. Um, then I started watching Smartless, uh, which is based on a podcast, I guess, which is uh, I've been, I enjoyed the first episode of that, but I haven't gotten into the oh, rest the of it. the podcast is incredible. Yeah. I, uh, Jimmy Tran, my buddy at SI, um, Sports Illustrated there, you know, does the SI Media Podcast. He loves that show. He recommended it to me, and I enjoyed the first episode. But I watched it with my wife, and she's like, eh. I was like, okay, I guess this one's one I'll watch on my own. You've seen the show, Fleegs, or just the podcast? So they did like a documentary about the podcast when they took it on the road. Yeah. I've seen most of the episodes, haven't finished it yet, but I've listened to every single episode of the podcast, except the most recent one, because they normally come out on Mondays. They dropped one yesterday, which is now one of the full live shows that they did like last year or whenever this was. So now they're finally releasing those as a podcast. But outside of that, yeah, every episode. Yeah, interesting. Right, so that's what I saw, the first episode of that. Trem- uh, tremendous. Uh, I enjoyed it. Jason Bateman is one of my favorites of all time. And, and the way how the three of them, they're all super close friends, and like the way they just kind of like get on each other, oh, it's, it's fantastic. Great. It's great. Teddy is calling from Babylon. What's up, Teddy? Sal, how's it going? Good morning, man. Good, Teddy. How are you? Not bad. Uh, so two quick things mm-hmm. on the James Harden. But before I make those two points, I want to say that I had the same feeling when I first heard the news, as you did, I was like, ooh, James Harden. That sounds nice. Right. And then it's like, then everything starts coming back to you when you start thinking about it, you know, with all the Houston, Nets, Sixers. Uh, so the first point is, we just watched James Harden in New York. So if you want to think, oh, he might be able to pass the uh, the New York test. No, he can't. Because the second things start going sour and New York starts pounding him, because he's, he's, he, he's shot away every playoffs. Now, can you imagine the New York media on James Harden in the playoffs? I mean, the, what we're going to give up the to New get him? York, yeah, The New York media is one aspect. I wonder what the Knicks would have to give in up to get him at this point. Yeah, I, I don't – look, he failed as a player. Even forget about just the New York aspect right. of it. With the Sixers, he was supposed to be happier. He was supposed to be a great compliment to Joel Embiid. He had some moments, but ultimately Harden didn't get the job done. But that's my next point into the Sixers. We just watched him with the MVP of the league. Right. And they got just as far as the Knicks did. Uh, I I just, I don't see, I don't see James Harden gelling well with this team. And I like where we're going. And I don't want to shoot our one shot with the haul we have that we're going to have to give up. I don't want to shoot that shot on James Harden. I think we can get something better. Agreed 100%, Teddy. And thank you for the call. Agreed 100%. Initially, you see it and you think, and by the way, free agency starts later on today at 6 p.m., so there's going to be a frenzy 
you know, throughout the course of the weekend, I'm sure maybe the Knicks land a big name, maybe not. We'll see. It's exciting to know that they're at least, you know, in the mix for a potential shakeup. You know, Randall's not going anywhere. You know, Brunson's not going anywhere. Anybody else might be available. But to go after James Harden, that can't be the move. And that's that. That's an obvious set-you-back move. And the Knicks are in a good spot right now. You're right. They're kind of, they have a, not a clean slate, but they're, they, they don't have anything that's weighing them down. They're in a good position as far as the assets that they have stockpiled. And what they're going to be able to do with them in the event that the right guy does become available. Now, look, I'd go after Paul George. I'm fine with that. The, the bottom line is the Knicks need a shooter. I don't even care if they're a star. The Knicks need a shooter or two. That would help. And then you go see what happens, you know, at the beginning of the year. Let's say they add a shooter or two. And maybe at the deadline, you know, acquisition in season, they could help themselves next year to try to complement the rest of the team. But Hart opts in, so he's good to go. And now they need to figure out how they're going to build out the rest of this thing. But initially, you do get caught up in star power. There's no way around it. Whether it's Dean Lillard or Paul George or Harden or Carl Anthony Towns. We, as fans, I mean, we know better, ultimately, like you said. Initially, you see the star power. We, as fans, get caught up in the star power. But we also know better. And when you take a second to think about it, you know, it it doesn't make much sense at all. Especially that we just saw him fail with Brooklyn and again with Philadelphia. Matter of fact, I think his failure with Philadelphia is even worse than Brooklyn. At least in Brooklyn, you could say, hey, you know what? He wasn't the problem. It was Kyrie Irving that was the problem. It wasn't Harden. Obviously, there were injuries with KD and all that, but I mean, I assume, first of all, I didn't like the trade to begin with, trading for Harden. I thought it was too much, but I Kyrie was the issue, and Harden looked to be thrilled to be out. The problem is he just wasn't good enough with the Sixers. He wasn't Houston James Harden. And we haven't seen Houston James Harden in quite some time. So if I'm the Knicks, I don't go anywhere near. You know, I hate the idea that the Knicks were even brought up in that conversation. I don't think they're going to do anything stupid. Rose has been solid here. He's been disciplined. I know they made a couple of, you know, the Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier mistakes. But ultimately, they've been pretty smart the way that the front office has been running things here in, you know, the last couple of seasons. And they know right now this is not a time to be messing around here. They're one or two moves away from being legitimate contenders. They were close last year, maybe closer than we thought they'd be because Brunson is a a legitimate star in the league. So now you know you're working with that. You have the assets. You have some young players that you could continue to develop. And you have the star in Brunson paired with his number two in Julius Randle. Now, from there, they got to figure out what's going to be the next move or moves to get them over the top. All right, that does it for us. Hey, listen, all, all kidding aside, I love each and every one of you for listening, taking the time to call over the last couple of years doing these these shows. It's important to me, you know, this audience and all that stuff and this time slot. I loved it. The hours are difficult, of course. I'm happy for this opportunity that's in front of me. 
But I do love each and every one of you for listening. Thanks to Fleegs. He's been great this whole time. We appreciate it. Thanks to Rami helping out as well. Rami Levy training with Fleegs here, so we appreciate that. And I got to say, you know, I give my wife a hard time. Without her, this would not have been possible, allowing me to work these hours, and it was grueling on both of us. So for her, we're both, we did it, honey, we made it. I'll see you guys next week on The Morning Show. Jerry's next. Sports Radio 1019 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.